0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Kid Missing Radio. This is Angelina Wilson, and I am joined by Mo from the Deep Dark Truth Podcast. Hi, how are you? Very good. Um, Mo is joined by her two partners, Joey and Chip. Uh, Mikey and Chip, it's
1: just me Mikey <laughs> and Chip,
0: I'm sorry No, I know, but I'm talking about on your show
1: Yeah, um, Mikey and Chip
0: so, so please check out their show But also be sure to follow them on Twitter and Facebook Today we're going to talk about Well, we're going to talk about Tanner Barton a little bit But we're also going to talk about The case of Joanne Matouk Romaine And I found this one to be strange, folks. Now, obviously, I had Tanner's mom on for two weeks in a row. We covered a lot of ground. Um, Anything you want to add before we get on to this other case?
1: Uh, Only that Michelle and our podcast worked together to help Michelle start a Change.org petition to hopefully get some more traction in the case, maybe in, have Indiana State Police pick up the case. Just anybody that could possibly help to somehow help her. So we're just trying to get her some more coverage. Oh, um,
0: Yes, and I will find that when I see that up on your page. I assume it will be up on your page.
1: Yeah, so it will be up on our page very shortly. Uh, we, were, we did the summary and, and did all that. Michelle just wanted to make sure that who the petition is addressed to, that she's addressing all the right people and getting all right. of our ducks in a row.
0: Absolutely. definitely want to do that. Um, okay, on to this case. Um, Mo actually gave me this case. She had the two daughters of Joanne on her show, as well as this case was featured on this second half of the first season that they just dumped in um, October.
1: Yeah, for Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, so we had Kelly and Michelle on the show. And especially our podcast, obviously, uh, Michelle Barton, we've worked with her before, too. So it's Michelle, one L or two Ls. There's always that question when we start talking about one of them. But uh, Michelle and Kelly Romaine, we had them on the show a few months ago and released that episode a few weeks before the Unsolved Mysteries episode. But even since the Unsolved Mysteries episode, a ton of new information has come out about the case. From Scott and Bernstein, who is a investigative reporter. He typically works in organized, like, investigating organized crime cases. So he found some new links, such as there was another call made to... To the Coast Guard at 6 p.m. hours before Joanne went missing saying that a woman was in front of St. Paul's on the lake in the water and this is a number of, of hours before she had even went missing. In fact, she would have been on her way home from seeing her paralegal, I believe, with her son in the car. So there is a lot of different things that have, have came out of his reporting, and WDIV in Detroit's reporting that is, has really been just kind of pushing that case along a little bit, because the Unsolved mysteries wow, episode um, didn't even what happen. That's insane. Yeah. Um, so why six o'clock or 6:30? She was in church? So she, she wasn't in church until 7-ish. The speculation, I believe, by, by the family is that she would have been driving past St. Paul's at that time because she didn't drive on the expressway. So she would have been yeah. coming back with her son in the car, driving past St. Paul's, and they believed that the call might have been made, and then they realized that the son was in the car afterwards. But, again, just just speculations because no one knows. No one knows except for whoever knows, whoever the perpetrator is.
0: Yeah. And you probably, this case is probably closer to home for you because this case takes place in Grosse Point Farms, Michigan. Now, I don't know how far that is from you, but I know you're in Michigan.
1: Yeah. Not far, uncomfortably not far. Um,
0: I know that, according to the show, <laughs> that Joanne's family was having a bit of a typical tiff over inheritance amounts and stuff because her parents were fairly wealthy people when they both
1: left this world. So...
0: Yeah, so it was
1: actually like millions of dollars, and it had been happening for years and years. Her parents had passed years before, but that was kind of like the first crack in the chasis when it came to high tensions rising, and the family kind of split into two different camps. Yeah,
0: I saw that. Like her and one brother, and then the other brother and sister. Absolutely crazy.
1: Um, Yes, it's very crazy.
0: They found her car in the church parking lot. Um, And we've established the way the car was parked, the car would have had to have been driven and brought back to the church, as I understand it. But when they found it, it says they went to her house at 925, where her daughter was, I guess her daughter lives there, to tell her her mother was missing, except that it was her car. So if they ran the tags, they would have gotten her name. But they didn't run the tags until 9.58.
1: What the? And so Joanne's purse was in the car, but according to the family, the police didn't gain access to the car until the family was on the scene. So they started going through her purse then. So they, even if they would have found her identification, it seems like they didn't even find, like, be able to gain access to the car until they had, had put out a missing persons, either an A T V or a missing persons report from the police department. But by then, her daughters are on the scene and her son is on the scene. And they say that they saw the police access the car and go through her purse at that time. So the idea is if they would have went through her purse before, maybe they would have found her ID and went to the house, not, not even running the place, but just finding the purse in the car. But I can't imagine if they would look in the car before running the place. But that, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. No,
0: you're right. Um and they didn't find they decided that night that she had committed suicide, which is <laughs> utterly ridiculous, because Lake St. Clair was right there, apparently, and that dumps into the Detroit River, just to give people an idea. And they're saying she went down the this, guys, you know um, those really sheer cement embankments. Off the side of a road, down into a waterway, or, or gravel, then a waterway, um, depending on the water level. Um, one of those. This woman was four foot ten, 165 pounds, which is large for four foot ten, and wearing four inch heels. She didn't go down that embankment on her own.
1: Wouldn't my thing with, yeah, I absolutely would. And my thing with the suicide theory isn't that she was a very ultra religious person. She was a very Catholic, very religious, mm-hmm. very devout person. But as we know, unfortunately, people that are very religious commit suicide all the time. But for me, Joanne was scared of both the dark and of water she didn't like water on a good day, on a nice sunny day, and to pick your two greatest fears as a way to commit suicide and then to have to walk out between two and four football fields because of how shallow the lake was to reach over your head in thirty three degree water. Something doesn't feel right. It's so even if you like we always say on our show You don't have to believe necessarily exactly what the family believes. You don't have to believe any particular theory to know when something doesn't feel right, when something just doesn't make sense, whether that's, you know, poor investigating, whether that this person or that person might had motive, whatever the reason is, it just doesn't feel right.
0: No, I agree with you. It doesn't. And, in fact, there were signs of a struggle, ladies and gentlemen. There were um, her very expensive, she had a very expensive, they didn't say the brand name, but a high-end brand name purse. And the strap got torn. That doesn't happen easily and not usually by accident because those are made really well. My friend has a Michael Kors purse she's had for years. It still looks brand new. That's the kind of purse we're talking about. And also, at 7.25 p.m., her car alarm went off.
1: I'm not sure how they know this. Maybe people in the church heard it? Yeah, so there was uh, witnesses in the church, and somebody knew that it was her car. I don't know if they actually saw Saw her or just heard the car saw that it was her car and then the lights went off because it would have been dark at this time it's it's winter in Michigan and so I'm not sure if they actually saw her physically or if they just saw the car alarm eventually turn off there's also the matter when we're talking about Her car being moved, something else that they didn't mention in the Unsolved Mysteries episode, everyone's saying, well, if her keys were in her pocket, zipped up, when they found Joanne's body, her keys to her car, or rather to the car that was registered to her daughter that she was driving, they found her keys in her pocket, completely zipped up. But there was a second set of keys that about a little over a month or so before she went missing, these spare keys went missing and the family had looked all over for them. And at this point, Joanne was already alarmed and paranoid and believed that somebody had been following her. Mm -hmm. And at that point she became very concerned about the keys and having the family find them, where could they have possibly have went? And the police came into possession of those keys at some point during the investigation. It's one of the things that are named in the lawsuit that were considered suspicious or kind of with their evidence for, for conspiracy or police misconduct or whatnot. And those keys, they could, the police couldn't say where they got them, when they got them, who they got them from. They just, had possession of these keys and so her her entire family specifically her her all three of her children are thinking we've been looking for these keys for a week how did you possibly get these keys because we couldn't find the keys to to give them to you now
0: her body was found two months later in march 2010, she disappeared in January, by fishermen off of Boblo Island, um, which is on the Canadian side of the Detroit River. In order to get there, she had to float three miles in the lake and an additional 23 miles down the river. That doesn't seem possible to me, and an expert said. Her body would have gotten hung up on something. Her clothes were still pristine. They weren't even ripped. She couldn't have made it that far. She would have gotten hung up. And, um, not only that, this poor woman, by the time they found her, was a human popsicle because she'd been out there in the coldest part of the year.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately she had, uh, Zebra muscles and other things were the only signs on her body of yeah. just incisions on her place shoulder where her first
2: strap was.
0: Yeah. Um. Michelle Barton has just joined the conversation. Hi, Hi Michelle.
1: Michelle.
2: Hey, everybody. <clears throat> I didn't want to interrupt. I thought I'd just like join in at the last. But um. Hello. And I think all, I think um, Mo and her gang, um, after watching Investigative Discovery or Investigation, whatever it's called, um, they nailed it. They went beyond what everybody else has uh, looked into. So I think everybody needs to look into the deep, dark truth if you really want to know the truth. So... We love you, Michelle.
1: Michelle's our number one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She's following me. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm your stalker. And, uh, <laughs> but you guys Hi, are Michelle. awesome. I mean, I, I watched the show and then I listened to you. And then the family came out um, with, you know, another um, something. They came out and said that, you know, all the stuff that came right. out after investigative discovery so i'm like you know yeah ID you know, sometimes i just want um not that i'm bashing them whatsoever but sometimes um you just need to really look into the case and not make it for tv
1: michelle while you're here um yes how do we have an update on the change.org petition uh,
2: yeah. No. Uh, I. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to go into a rant at, earlier. Um, no, um, we're all like COVID here, so I've been under the yeah. weather. I haven't said that to anybody. So, um, but it's it's coming. Um, I'm working on it now. i have in my mind got the changes, but yeah, we're gonna have a change.org for Tanner's boys. So that's coming. It's, they're,
1: it's they're, in the pipeline. So, our show, and I'm sure Angie's show, will all be posting about it on social media when it comes out, of yeah. course.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: I really this am. It's radio on I just, Facebook
0: and my personal Facebook.
2: Yes. And then I'm on TikTok now. Yes, y'all. I'm on I saw
0: that. <laughs> yeah, you texted it to me.
1: Uh, I don't even have well, a TikTok, Michelle.
2: I'm, too well, old I'm for TikTok. Famous.
1: I'm, I just think of it I'm as TikTok famous. <laughs> I'm well, sorry, what'd you say,
0: Angela? I said I think of it as a kid thing.
1: There's and actually it's not, a lot um, of different true crime oops, true crime creators yes. on it now. It's very interesting. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's just
1: extra, mm-hmm. it's just so much extra work. <laughs> I commend you. <laughs>
2: it's something. Yeah. And well, and y'all know, especially Mo knows I am not computer literate whatsoever. So, um, this is a challenge to me, but I'm putting stuff out there for Tanner's case. And um actually, um not famous, I got thirty two thousand views on one. So Oh my gosh, that's so great. <laughs> well, what is your TikTok so people yeah. can follow you? It's Michelle Barton, and then it's at Justice and Number Four Tanner. Okay. Yes, follow because I am. I yeah, I just um thank you, and I am working on once I get to a thousand followers, which should be here today or tomorrow. Um, hopefully, I can start doing lives, and then I'm going to start doing lives and talking about Tanner's case.
1: So, um,
0: do you do either of you have an Instagram?
2: Yes, I, I do Do you know what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what <email>? is it? <laughs> um, I am at TLB2020 That's the handle I guess I don't know if that's what they call it on Twitter Or on um, Instagram um, I'm at TLB2020 And it's Michelle Barton Okay What's I will I, uh, look going and I will
0: to... definitely follow you on Instagram um, I'll follow you as me, and I'll follow you as Kid Missing,
2: because I have awesome. both. Awesome! Yes, no They gave me a free professional Good.
0: one I, for Kid
2: Missing, so that was pretty cool. That's cool. That's great. Um, but I just want to say, I think you guys are doing a great job, both of you, um, Thank advocating you. for the families. I no, seriously, it's um, we appreciate it um, coming from this side. You know, the fence, um, I think both of you are doing a fabulous job. So um, that's why I just wanted to jump on. I didn't mean to jump on and, you know, blah, 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 but um, I just think you guys are doing amazing work and you're helping families and getting things out there. And that is what um, true crime, yes. And you're doing it in the best ways. You're doing it with... um, your heart. You're doing it um, for a reason to help the family, and that's the best. So we thank Aww, you. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so you. much, Michelle. I appreciate that. Mm. Well, we thank you. Trust, trust me, um, y'all have been great. So, anyways, um, Joanne's case. I'm. I. I hope to goodness they get her killer um, very soon. I really do. I think there's so much out there. Um, I think that they're going to find whoever did it. I think they know who did it, but I think they're—it's going to come out to where there's going to be an arrest, hopefully soon.
0: Yeah, but another police department, the state police, needs to take over because her cousin is a policeman and he is on the on the side of the other side of the inheritance.
1: The the thing is yeah. that her her cousin is now a state police officer. He was oh, working no. in a different district. But at the end of the day, I I am of the personal belief. So there were a couple of witness statements that didn't go into the unsolved mysteries episode. One of those witnesses said that they seen someone that they believed to be her cousin on the side of the road that night. But he does have an alibi. It's just that the alibi wasn't checked for a long time. And what the family is alleging is basically conspiracy that involving the police department. So you have that aspect going. But I honestly don't believe that anyone that would have wanted Joanne removed from the situation would have done it themselves. No, if that that's makes true. Exactly. But
2: if I'm a police officer, it would I, I would never. Hmm? Right, but I would never. I would
0: her car and call in the Coast Guard because they decide they see her prints. And there were other prints mm-hmm. going towards, again, that, that sheer drop off.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it, car and call it,
1: the Coast Guard? That seems a little much. <laughs> There was also another witness that night that said that they saw a man on the side of the embankment that was underdressed, that was wearing a black scarf. The police department found that scarf, which kind of solidifies that witness's testimony that wasn't again mentioned in the episode, but they found that scarf. The Mm. scarf was accidentally donated to Purple Heart. It was submitted to evidence and somehow, some way that, Scarf got donated, and the family didn't find out about any of this about the witness statements about the scarf until they sued the city and they were able to get a hold of that information in discovery. And this is, I mean, this is a case that it can take you hours to go through. WDIV and Detroit did a fantastic job of kind of getting the bulk of the information into five or six smaller segments of seven or eight minutes long. And there is a lot more information there than most people think. And that's, again, not including uh, Scott Bernstein's coverage that came out later, speculating that, you know, Joanne had become, went to the FBI as an informant and that that might have led to her death. Uh, speculating about the Coast Guard records that they found that were at six o'clock, way earlier than anyone was looking up before. Nobody thought to go all the way back hours before she was even missing. It, you know what? And that sounds just
2: like Tanner's case with the phone records. Um, everything's manipulated. So I can see, you know, you don't think to go back. You don't look for that kind of stuff until later on, and so I'm glad that somebody thought to look through those records. Um, Yeah, it's just it's great. It's just like when I listened, Mo. When I listened to y'all, say you know, tell this, I'm like, this is hands down who did it. So I'm probably shouldn't be saying that. (laughs) <laughs> but Somebody it did it, hands but down, did it exactly. The and
0: the police just decided she did it to herself because they didn't want to have to potentially investigate a conspiracy involving potentially one of their own.
2: Exactly. Um, I wanted to. Then... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just. They're thinking that's what they did with Tanner's case, allegedly, with um, things that went on in his case file. So I see it. You see it. You know, it's the only people that could do such things would be law enforcement. So um, I can see that with Joanne's case as well. So absolutely.
0: Um,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: did want to mention because you said you were on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention to you and anybody listening, um, my friend's daughter was contacted by a man on TikTok, screen name Trigger905514, minor attracted adult, and he started telling her he could see, I guess, her two-year-old sister and four-year-old cousin and started telling her how cute they were. She blocked him, and somehow got back
2: on. So watch out for that guy. Yeah, or any or anybody that does that kind of stuff. So we just yeah, you've got to be very vigilant when you're doing this. Kind yeah, of stuff.
1: I would have if you get something like that in your inbox. Before you block, take screenshots, and the FBI has a cyber mm-hmm. crimes division. Send that yep. to the FBI cyber crimes division. Yep, she's and
0: her mother is going to turn it in because she's only 14. Remember, yeah. her mother posted a screenshot. There's a screenshot on my Facebook that I shared um, from her mother. Okay, I will look uh, into she's that
2: as not well. Not happy um,
0: lady. Obviously, some pervert is is attracted to a two year old. You're not going to be too happy.
2: Well, well, that's so. just, you know, he needs this. Yeah, there's some things that he just sick. Yeah. He just did. That's just. Oh, yeah. That's just disturbing and, yeah. But. Yeah. Yes, we are very vigilant. There are some things I, I watch for it. I do. And that's with being, mm-hmm. um, you know, in this world that we were, well, what I was thrown into, um, not by choice, yeah. of course. And, but I, I very, I scrutinize everything. It's all over. I see (laughs) a little kid, I'm like, are they being up I just look at just what you do. Yeah, we have um, a minute and a half. And it's not just
0: TikTok. It's all over social media. The other morning, I get up, Mm -hmm. and it says I have a new follower on Twitter. I went to her page. I said, okay, is she pro-wrestling or missing? You know, what I do on my Twitter. And I I looked at it. Okay, this is a strange angle for a picture. You know, for her cover picture, it was kind of at her chest with a tank top on. And I thought, okay. And I scrolled up a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'm staring at these giant breasts. And I'm like, what the? And I just kind of flipped through for a second and I
2: blocked. Report. <laughs>
1: I'm like, exactly.
2: That's what you it's have
1: probably. to do. That's prob- It's probably a bot. Uh, porn bots are a thing that exists. Uh, mm-hmm. They get you to click on their on their pages. I'm surprised that this is your first encounter. I have like 800 of them that are following me on Tumblr. <laughs> what, what are I they? Porn bots? Yeah, they're just, know, they're just, just bots said, and of- they get your clicks. And they take your ad money If you go on there Like click on any of their links Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well I've seen some things That were kind of naughty That people
2: would send And I'm like Well I don't need to be seeing that So I just walked And um, so obviously Those are what they are
0: (laughs) Oh I've reported a ton of (laughs) But um, our time just ran out ladies (laughs) But I want to (laughs) thank you both So much Absolutely, I'm glad yep. we got the little social media warning out there because I believe that that's important, and it's part of what we do very, with crime. Very. Get the word out there. Um, thank you both yes. for joining me. Yes. You again for the third time. Well, thank time. you for having us. That's the record. <laughs> thank you, Mo. <laughs> no problem. And <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I just a quick show note. Mo is booked out but she's working on a show with Jim Hoffman and myself the boy in the box on her show link coming once she schedules it so that will be exciting thank you for doing that
1: and thank you for doing it by the way oh yes (laughs) absolutely I mean, I just, my only reason before for not covering it, because it's actually something that's been requested by our patrons on Patreon, is that we didn't feel like we had anything new to contribute. Um, Buzzfeed Unsolved and Daniel Hallin both did an amazing job covering it. And it's something that has been covered by a lot of big, true crime content creators. And so we just didn't feel like there was anything that we could add to it that, was new information or that people didn't know, but, uh, yeah, the opportunity to talk with somebody that's, you know, very intrinsically woven in to trying to solve yeah, this, uh, is, so, is fantastic. Yeah. And
2: I'm sure Mo, you and your, um, your duo with you, um, will find things that nobody has seen as, So, I can't wait to see and listen to this and see what you all come up with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think in this case there's going to be a whole lot that we could uncover that has, has not been uncovered. <laughs> but it will be very interesting to, uh, to sit yeah, and, well, I you and speculate and talk about and, it. And um, yes.
0: Jim will talk to you anytime. He said the most up-to-date source right now is the Wikipedia. Um,
1: Awesome. He did tell me that. So. Yeah, I am in the middle of nano. So I have been working on it's National Novel Writing Month. I've did it every year since uh, National Novel Writing Month. You write fifty thousand. Yeah, you write fifty thousand words novel over the course of November. I've been doing it since two thousand and eight. And last year and this year, I pumped out, you know, 12 to, to 15 episodes. 15 is my my goal for this month. And it basically gets us through half of the year of not being stressed out about writing, then just being stressed out about the editing and, you know, guests and stuff like that. But having all the research done. Yes, I have a and, friend to do that. in a doc.
2: That's the main thing. Yeah,
0: history um,
1: I, makes you. the month. <laughs> yeah, the the month uh, ends up being miserable, especially this month, which is already the month that never ends. We're not even in the first week Yes, We're not past the first week I'll of November. Jesus. But,
2: yeah.
1: but uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it it's hard and it's a grind, but it helps free us up to work on. Patreon episodes and off the cuff episodes without being really stressed out and getting mm-hmm. very behind.
2: hmm
1: And for those who think, don't know, yeah. Patreon is um, a subscription site. It's not free. Yeah. So, uh Patreon, you spend anywhere from a dollar to. A million dollars. What whatever tiers that specific content creator has, and as a result, you get things like bonus episodes, t-shirt, car decal, stickers, um, mm-hmm. bloopers, any kind of extra content, both on the internet and in in real life. And it right. works a, a lot. Have like
0: have Patreon. A lot of YouTubers have Patreon.
1: Yeah, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of podcasters, and it just helps us, in addition to ads, we only like to pick ads that we think really go with our show. We are not going to advertise something that we don't believe in or we haven't used, and we have to meet our our different goals, right, of being able to pay to produce the show. And so that's how we do it. Our Patreon, and we have like Patreon ads that are from I thought small it was business free owners to produce the show on Anchor. Oh, we don't use Anchor, so um, oh. Anchor is one of those that is a free platform, but we need a a lot more uh, bandwidth oh. between the three of us, and we pay for our analytics and and things like that into the show. Uh, oh. replacement mics we had a mic break because we do studio style recording so you know we all have our mics um, my computer for example doesn't <laughs> receive 5G internet and I have 5G internet at my house <laughs> and so things like that the you know high internet cards 5G oh, internet yeah 5G internet Oh, 5G. Yeah. So, so <laughs> our uh, our internet is 5G internet at my house, and my computer was made in 2011, <laughs> so it does not even acknowledge the existence. Uh, so for our Black Friday sales, yeah. I just got a new computer. Thank you to my patrons. Yeah, I know yeah. some of you were listening. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Well,
0: it's going
2: to be but, worth it yeah, because she, you are well, going I mean, to do amazing things for families. Eat a new one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just we just put all of anything we get from our patrons, we put immediately back in our show. So I'm not even it's, sure
0: it's that really 3G was around yet then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, we to be honest.
2: I don't know what any of the G's are. <laughs> Um,
1: but y'all want to to say have us again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been really Thank cool. Thank you
1: so much, Angie.
0: Thank you. Goodbye and God bless, everyone. I love you, Daddy.
1: <laughs> you as bye, honey. Bye-bye.
2: Thank you.
1: Bye. Welcome. Bye bye.